Good afternoon, you guys. It's your girl Jasmine. <laughs> and welcome to episode six of Hayati. Um, episode six is basically going to cover a multitude of topics from dating, balance, pursuit of happiness. Um, it has been a minute since I've <laughs> been an episode. I was having some technical difficulties and frustrations, and I had to smooth it all out, you know, um, but yeah, so without further ado, let's go ahead and jump in, hope you guys, Wednesday, it's going pretty smooth out there, um, and apparently, <laughs> apparently, I had my microphone hooked up improperly, and, um, was originally recording off of my computer without my knowledge, and, yeah, it, it's just funny, because that was part of my technical difficulties, was with my mic, and, <laughs> I was like, why can't I hear myself? Only to realize that I never truly connected my mic as far as my programming went. But we got it up and running and got it back up and going. So, um, let's see. The topics I chose for dating, balance, and pursuit of happiness actually all kind of tie into each other, in my opinion. Um, so... Let's start with dating. So, dating in 2020 is interesting. Um, growing up, I was taught, you know, dating um, should be more so in a formal way. And not that I've strayed away from that or, you know, disagree with it in a sense. Um... But I feel like that has to be modified more so towards the generation, you know, on the time frame. But I think you should definitely keep your morals, you know, um, from chivalry. You know, a lot of people say chivalry is dead. I, actually, I don't believe that. Chivalry is well alive. It just depends on who you're talking to. Um, because I've met people that will, you know, well, let's, let's rewind that. I've met guys that will open your door and pull out your seat and, you know, help you put your coat on. And then I've met guys where they ain't doing none of that. And I think at that point, that's when you decide if you want to potentially be with someone that is that way, if that bothers you or not. Um, I will say I, I do like, you know, my coat being helped put on. Uh, I do like my chair pulled out. Um, coming from the temple, you know, where my brothers, as as a woman in the temple, we don't have to uh, pick up chairs or set up chairs and tables and things of that nature. So um, I've grown accustomed to having my door opened or a chair pulled out for me and stuff. And it doesn't mean that I can't do it for myself, but this is how the brothers are in the temple, you know. Um, at least for my temple, um, and that's not to speak for anybody else, this is what my experiences have been. Um, but back to the dating aspect. Dating is, I'd definitely say it's interesting. Um, it does take time, and it definitely takes patience. Um, everybody has their limits and what they're willing to put up with. Um, and 
So, for example, I definitely would say you need to know your standards. Um, as I've grown older, I've definitely raised my standards uh, because my standards was lower than what they should have been as someone that was new into the dating world, um, settling for things that I shouldn't have settled for. Um, so, with that being said, um, now, uh, I definitely want someone that's booking, um, and, you know, not just being a couch potato, um, as someone who has a, you know, or has, you know, multiple degrees, I don't feel like someone not going to college is necessarily a deal breaker as far as a relationship for me, um, but, you know, you could go to a trade school, you know, as, as long as you're being productive, you're not, <laughs> again, you're not being that couch potato, uh, couch potato and you're not mooching off of someone, I've dealt with a major before, um, constantly pouring into them to try to, you know, bring them to life, so to speak. And if that person is not ready to evolve, then you're wasting your time, you're wasting your energy. Um, you can put all the effort in the world, but if that individual themselves is not ready, then it's simply that they're not ready. Um, someone that's definitely, uh, I guess you would say more so on my level, um, a lot of church folks like to say equally yoked, you know, because if there is an imbalance, which balance is one of my topics today, um, it's not going to work out. If they don't have a similar work ethic or when it comes to like the house, if you're living together, um, if this person doesn't, you know, pick up behind themselves and you constantly got to, you know, clean up behind them on top of your things that you actually have to do, um, you know, that, that brings... <laughs> That brings frustration, you know, and you're not going to necessarily like that. Um, so that's definitely something to take into. Um, a lot of, I've, run, I've noticed a lot of women these days, um, or actually I should say a lot of women coming up into the dating world as I got older, I noticed a lot of the the ladies would be like, you know, this money hungry leeching, like, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with, you know, a man spending money on you if he chooses to, you know, uh, but that's not truly the only way to show someone, you know, have interest to me, that eventually becomes gold digging in my opinion, personally, because um, how I am is, I have no problem working. I have no problem going out and buying myself nice things. I'm not one of those people that's name brand crazy, you know, but I know how to put myself together where um, I sparkle, <laughs> um, you know, so I don't know, I just, you know, I feel like we should not, as women, you know, be trying to drain these men's pockets because there's definitely more to the individual themselves than their dollar. Like, I, I just don't agree with that, you know. Um, and there's other ways for 
a brother to you know so he's got your back you know and that he's there for you and he can provide there's there's different things um i've been in um groups where you know um specifically muslim groups where they were talking about basically i call it like um a bride's price basically you know and some of the brothers you know they said you know some of these sisters was out here or um requesting these large amounts of money and the, the woman doesn't add up you know she doesn't you know add up to that dollar i guess in the sense of bring it here Bring it here, and I hope you. I'm gonna say you're here, but <laughs> um, I hope you're here. Um, you know, it's not just a matter. Of, I just feel like you don't, you don't, you shouldn't use somebody for their money. You know, uh, that's just how I feel personally when it comes to the idea of dating someone. Um, these days, I look at quite a bit of things when it comes to dating. Um, you know how 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 the man puts himself together. Um, I know our old saying is, you know, you look at his shoes and then look up. You know, um, again, I'm not a name brand person, so as long as his big toe ain't hanging out. <laughs> his feet ain't busted you know with these busted shoes but if he has on work clothes for example and he works in constructions and his shoes are dirty then that's to be expected excuse you what's the problem so with that being said um i i just i look at every, everything i take a step back i've learned not to jump so quickly because everything that looks pretty or everything looks that looks like it sparkles and gold glitter uh, is not always the case. Everything that's green, <laughs> just because it's green on the other side, does not mean it's luxurious. <laughs> um, but I just step back and look at everything. Now I definitely get a big picture when it comes to dating. You know, what are they doing? How do they talk to you? How do they present themselves? Um, I definitely pay attention to words um being in tune with myself you know i'm more at this point in my life i'm more able to pick up when i'm being lied to vibrational wise um and if i'm gonna feel it or not energy tells you a lot um a lot of things i would just um the younger me would just see a nice looking person you know I'm like oh I like you know I like what I see and oh they did this little thing here and they did little things over here and I would be so and you can't go out like that you know you definitely have to look at a person more specifically um dating as a single mom has been tough since recently moving to Texas um you know, I'm one of those mothers that don't want 
someone who don't want someone around my child that's not going to a stick around does not have the right energy people are crazy these days and you know you have pedophiles and things of that nature so i'm very protective of my child so i'm very cautious and um with that being said also since moving to texas um my focus has been more geared to um my job um becoming more and more stable to my likings um making sure my child is stable you know that is that's a big transition for a child when moving you know and even if one is to stay within their hometown for example and they're moving moving does a lot to a child um i can speak for that myself personally as someone being born overseas in germany and then growing up here in the u.s and you know just transitioning from state to state you know i've lived in south carolina i've lived in ohio i do see baby um but those things can affect the child in a negative or a positive way so i'm mindful of those things i want to make sure he's adjusting well you know he's strange people new children um, it's definitely a lot harder in Texas than it is in Ohio, but it's not always like that, you know. So these are just different things, you know. It's just like if you take um, someone out of their habitat, you know, their natural habitat, and you just drop them in somewhere that's completely different, they're going to have to adjust and relearn things. The good thing for me is um, my, my child is <laughs> fairly young still that... Um, it won't tremendously impact him but you know the things that he's familiar with such as like you know grandmothers and aunts and uncles and cousins you know he don't have them always around him no more so that is definitely different for him um it's been a blessing for me since my transition because um he's doing very well but on a dating aspect um i don't feel like every person you meet should meet a person's child um, again, specifically also because if they don't have any intentions of staying around, if they don't have any good intentions or turn out, I should say, if they turn out to not have any good intentions, you don't want to waste that time again on introducing your child. Like, that's just how I feel. Um, as a college graduate, again, like I said earlier, um, someone not having a college degree is not necessarily a deal breaker. Um, the other thing, living here in Texas, <laughs> should I say, well, I'll say living here in Houston because I don't know about other parts of Texas, but being in um, a singles group for Houston, um, I've noticed that someone who stays possibly a good 45 minutes away from me because you can travel. 45 minutes to an hour in Houston and still be here but if someone is that time frame away from you it's a good chance they're not going to connect with you um I do have somewhat of a disagreement with that because if two people are meant to be and if someone truly wants to see you you know they will go the extra mile or take the extra time and effort they will put that effort into um, effort into you know seeing you into seeing you and um, that's just personally how I feel um, 
So yeah. Um, as a professional in the dating world, um, I definitely pay attention to who I'm, you know, I guess who's pursuing me in a sense, uh, because I feel like you have to protect your, um, what's it called, um, perception of how people see you, I guess you say, um, especially as someone who works in um, education, you know, and you never know who sees you uh, the minute you leave out your house, you know, whether it's you just going to a store or whatever it is. Um, I learned when I used to work for FedEx, I had a manager tell me, um, you are a walking billboard. And I feel like that is very true, whether you work for FedEx or not. You know, the minute you walk out your house, you are a representation of your household, your family, um, your job. You know, like when I took my job, um, one of the things they tell you is be careful how you present yourself on social media, you know, um, because some people have jobs that if you're not if you're not careful about your perception it could backfire and it could you could end up losing your job um I mean we've seen that with the media um on a couple instances but the um individuals calling you know 911 for non-emergency reasons and you know people people will report it <laughs> um same thing with uh, Facebook. I've seen people on Facebook, just in groups, just along, you know, when someone's done something that society does not deem uh, in a good light and it's really negative, uh, I've seen people say, hey, uh, about their job, you know, they will look up that person's page and look up their job, especially if their job is displayed, you know, and will wholeheartedly reach out to that HR department and say, hey, your employee is doing this and this is a representation of your company and I comprehend that. I definitely can say I understand that, you know. Um, so I think being mindful of that in a sense um, in a big way, you don't want to be someone that's a professional and trying to keep a positive light, whether it's for business or just in general, whatever your profession is and then you're with someone that has no concept of that or does not care and they're just out here doing any and everything so I think that's just something to be mindful of um, when it comes to dating um, in college and actually in undergraduate um, I was given a book and I don't recall the exact title of it but I know it had to do with um, the stigma that uh, women specifically um, indigenous women who become college graduates um, the stigma was that they don't really get married. They, it's like they choose their education over the potential of being married, which is very false. It's a false stigma. Um, there are a lot of indigenous women that graduate college and end up getting married. So dating, in my perspective as a professional, I'm very cautious. Um, 
crushes as far as my child, you know, who I entertain um, as someone that has been a victim of domestic violence and overcome it, uh, has overcome it. The dating aspect for me is sometimes it's a little nerve-wracking, you know, because I'm sometimes find myself on edge, you know. Um, I'm very much more aware, um, very cautious, and these are not negative things. I have every way to be that way. Um, so, um, with that being said, um, that's the dating aspect for me. Balance. Let's talk about balance. I've learned that balance is everything. Uh, everything in life. <laughs> balance. So, balance is important for me when it comes to, you know, um, work. You know, if you not balancing things, you know, then you got an imbalance, which when you have an imbalance, then there's complications and issues. Either you didn't get enough sleep or, you know, your diet's out of whack. Um, imbalance of energy, you know, just things are chaotic. You're too loud. Why are you screaming? Kids, man. Kids. <laughs> loud. Rambunctious. <laughs> um, so with balance, I have, to, for me personally, I have come accustomed to having to have balance. This is including school, um, work, as a parent, um, as a single mom. <laughs> Definitely balance is important. I have to have a calendar and see where I'm doing things and timing. Um, with this pandemic has really been crazy because um, as far as balance, I guess it, it really hasn't been crazy. There has been crazy moments, I should say. And, you know, cause there's times where it's just like, I need a break. You know, I need to, I need to get away and clean my thoughts, you know, and... Sometimes that's just not possible. Um, I have to literally wait to the end of the day once my child is winding down and the lights are low. Um, you know, sometimes I have to, you know, take my kid outside, let him rip and run, and that's the moment to have to myself. So I, I had to create moments to re realign myself, so to speak. Um, I feel like balance is very important because when you're out of balance, you know, that's when you don't take the time to think logically, and I think you become emotional, um, which when emotion is involved, sometimes when emotions run high, you can have anxieties, um, and you're often felt like you're overwhelmed when emotions can be low. Um, I feel like that's easy for you to become depressed um you know you have problems with that uh problems problem troubles <laughs> problems with that um as well um anytime like i said anytime balance is out of whack you can guarantee everything else 
that's in alignment with you as a person becomes out of whack. Uh, your thoughts, your emotions, um, eating, your health, um, every, literally everything you do has to be in balance uh, because without it being balanced, like I said, you definitely see, feel the difference. Um, things I do to try to keep balance is being mindful that I am a person at the end of the day. Um, and my valuing, basically valuing my own self. So making time, um, trying to meditate, keeping a clear energy in my atmosphere, keeping toxic and negative people away from me, um, keeping positive thoughts, so guide your thoughts. Um, praying um, when I do get to do yoga <laughs> um, I enjoy I do enjoy doing yoga as long as Saeed does not have my yoga mat <laughs> um, just naturally taking a moment to pause you know pause in the middle of your life you know we get so busy doing everything else that we forget to be in the moment and um being in the moment includes taking a deep breath, um, doing simple things such as, you know, uh, you in the sky. Let's say it's nighttime. A lot of us don't really take the time, especially if we're in the big city, we don't take the time to observe the night sky. Go somewhere where you can fully see the stars and take in the night sky. Stars are awesome if you did not know. Um, or for example like right now I'm, I'm sitting and I can see my palm I have a palm tree and as the wind blows outside I can see you know the leaves spray um, so but you know, it's the little things it's the little things that we need to take in So even if, um, you know, you have to take a walk, take a walk at a park, um, at the beach. It's one thing I like about living where I do because there's a multitude of things to take in on the environment from uh, city skyline to some of the metro parks in the area. Um, there is... The beach that's not far from me it's like 45 minutes to an hour um to get to the beach from the city um my neighborhood i i do live in a, a nice neighborhood so i'm able to you know casually take a walk down the street um for example one day i just i didn't get in my car to go to the grocery store i walked to the grocery store and made sure it was a cooler time of the day and headed on down because it's not far to walk but we get so caught up in using things like our cars you know um regular public transportation which is not the best but we get used to having these great things such as a car you know that we don't take that time to go back to using you know 
I think most, you know, for for those of us that have the ability to walk, you know. Um, so yeah, take that time to go for a walk and be observant of your surroundings. Hear the wind blow, uh, leaves blowing in the wind, and birds chirping, dogs barking, even taking the sound of a car driving past you. You know, those are just different things to be more mindful of because we get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of everyday life and moving fast that we don't take a moment to slow down and really enjoy our surroundings. Um, for those of us who can't, because I do know some of us don't have that ability, but um, like my son, he when we do go for a walk, that is one of his favorite. We do go for a walk. That is one of his favorite things. I put him in this, you know, stroller, and he's complete quiet. He's looking around. He's taking in everything, sounds, smells. I can't even tell you how many times I've been out and about, maybe somewhere in public, and there might be a food truck or a restaurant nearby, and you know, you smell the food. And you're just like, oh, that smells good. God, I'm hungry. <laughs> so just taking the little things. We have to slow, literally, we have to slow ourselves down and find a balance. Because we, if we don't, that's typically when you start to drive yourself crazy. And if you're caught doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, repetitiously, and you're not getting anywhere, nothing positive out of it, that's insanity. That's insanity. You know what I'm saying? You watch your tablet, man. But you're watching your tablet. Don't be rude. No, we gonna watch. We can watch TV later on. So, or oftentimes. Oftentimes, you spilled your popcorn. Pick it up. Um, oftentimes we also get comfortable. And, uh, that's all right. Pick it up. I've been guilty of this since the pandemic. You know, getting comfortable, being home. You know, um, because oftentimes we get so busy that we forget what it's like to truly relax. So. Um, in the sense of the pandemic, there's pros and cons to it, you know. I've had a lot of time to bond with my child as a single mom because one of my concerns as a single mother was, man, I gotta, I gotta go out here and work, you know, and put food on the table and make sure bills is paid, you know. Um, that sometimes we can get caught up in the work life that we don't truly bond with our children the way that we should. And this has given me that ability. Um, especially this year, should I say? Um, but that's when you go back to the time, time management, uh, finding balance for things. Take that time with your child. Um, I remember when I graduated with my master's, um, um, Dr. Sammy Spann said to me, you know, um, because I told him, I said, hey, Dr. Spann, you know, um, you know, I might want to go. It's all right. I might want to go for a doctoral degree. And Dr. Spence said, slow down, you know, you're very accomplished. 
um, take this time now to spend with your child, you know, um, and then come back for it, you know, um, just make sure you come back for it if that's what you want to do, because a lot of times what people tend to do, and this is myself speaking, a lot of times what people tend to do is when they get out of school, or they've, I should say, once they've completed school, or if they drop out, or they take a break, they get comfortable, and they do not return to it, so, um, I promised myself that I would take the time to bond with my child, so, I want my child to know that mom was there, um, my mom bonded with me, I grew up in a single mother's house, um, but my mom also did work a lot because she tried to make sure, you know, bills was paid, and I was comfortable, I had food on the table, you know, she did what she was supposed to do, you know, um, to the best of her ability, and myself, I am appreciative of it, um, more, even more now, because I'm a parent, you know, and I see how hard it is, and it did not get easier because it's 2020, um, it is still very hard out here for parents, whether you're a single parent or um, both parents in the house, it's still hard. There's challenges um, either way you look at it, whether it's a two-parent household or not. Um, and then on top of that, it's hard when you think about the world that we bring up our children in. This world is very, very ugly. So definitely find balance um, with yourself if you have children <laughs> with you and your family. And even if you do have children, you still have to find balance for yourself, too. Because if you yourself are not balanced, uh, you will not be functionable for your family. Where's your bow? Go get your bow. Put your popcorn in your bow. Um, let's see. Pursuit of happiness. You want to hug? I'll hug you any and every day, all day. Don't give mommy hug. Oops, watch the mic. You dropped your popcorn. Cut. Mm, your mouth cheesy, man. Oh, cheesy popcorn face. You gotta go get your popcorn. You dropped it. Pursuit of happiness. Um. I'm sure many have seen the movie. Um, oh, on my dog, It's all right. Keep eating. For me, my pursuit of happiness has been a long journey. And it has not necessarily been an easy one. It is one I had to learn to manage. And I'm consistently critiquing it to manage it more efficiently. You want what? Go get your tablet. Go get your tablet. I'll put boy on. Um, so for pursuit of happiness for me, it involves several things from acceptance, um, attempting to please other people, um, moments of feeling empty and unaccepted and ended up being unhappy, um, feeling used, um, 
feeling alone, um, becoming aware that being alone was uncomfortable and because I was not aware of being, um, that I was not comfortable being alone, it potentially put myself in situations that I should have (laughs) been easily able to move out of or um, avoid. Um, and because of those discomforts, like I said, I would ignore red flags, but, um, so let's get into that. Um, normally I'm just a, um, happy person. I'm not all, I have had times where I wasn't always happy. I mean, that's just natural. Um, but being mindful these days, I am more happy. Give me one second, you guys. Um, so yeah, it caused me not to <clears throat> be able to navigate the way I should have been able to. And it, go get your yogurt. I would ignore red flags. Um, I used to be one of those individuals that was consistently hungry for acceptance. I didn't feel accepted. So, um, back to what I was saying, sorry. Um, looking to be accepted by people because I had a feeling within myself that I was not accepted by people. And I didn't quite understand it because I was such a nice person and I never had, you know, intentions of harming or being negative to anybody. I just, I just wanted friends, you know, I'm a people person, I'm a social butterfly and I didn't have, you know, necessarily those clicks, you know, I wasn't the one in high school or anything like that that was in a click. I just got along with everybody. Um, from the normal, the popular, the weird kids to gothic kids. Like, I just accepted everybody for who they were, you know. Um, and it kind of just, in a sense of accepting everyone, I just, I still didn't feel like I belonged with anybody. Um, and this sometimes included family. And that was very hard to intake. Um, as I got older, I learned that you don't want necessarily everybody to be accepting of you. You don't want to just belong to any and everybody. Um, and I learned the biggest thing was I had to learn to be okay with not being accepted by everybody. Um, trying to please everyone. I would oftentimes end up being the one at the end that was not happy because I'm going above and beyond and, you know, trying to please others. And then I get left out, you know, and, you know, I'm asking, you know, questions. Here, Saeed. Um, put that in your mouth. There you go. Um frustrated you gotta eat it here it's still yogurt in here here um 
and unfortunately it's, it's just not realistic to expect that what people do what you do for people that people will do it for you in return because that is not the case um so for me me personally I'm okay with accepting people for who they are and their choices you know because as an individual themselves they are entitled to feel the way that they do um you know, it just, it comes a point where you have to draw a line because we live in a world where it is very easy for people to join you. People will take advantage of you. Um, and, you know, for example, um, if you're a cup of water, people will drink that water till it's all gone and not think to refill that cup or pour back into you. Um, and then easily disp- you know, dispose of you because you're no longer of use to them. That's the world we live in. It does not make it right. But um, we, as the individual, have to be mindful of this and um, be careful. You know, you have to draw the line um, to how much a person, you know, how much you're willing to let a person uh, benefit from you and what are you getting in return from it as well. Um, feeling empty, unaccepted. Um, it's. I would definitely say it's a mental thing, also with the mind. A lot of times, I can't. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times I've psyched myself out about things. Um, you know, when, you know, nobody cares, and. I have to do stuff by myself or on my own. Yes, there is a lot of times I have to do stuff by myself because I'm able to do it by myself, but I don't have to do it by myself. There is help. Um, As growing up in a household where my mom did everything um, herself, I took that on, you know. I didn't have a, I didn't grow up where a man was in the house. You know, as long as you were able to fix it and accomplish it by yourself, so do it yourself. Then you know, um, at least <laughs> if you did it by yourself, you you don't even have to be mad at somebody else tearing something up or breaking it. You know. Um, but again, if help is available, uh, there's nothing. We can go for a walk. We'll go for a walk as soon as mommy's done. Um, that is okay to ask for help. You don't have to struggle necessarily by yourself because there are good-hearted people out in this world. Good-hearted people out in this world that's willing to help you. Um. Okay. Um. I eventually learned to be comfortable with being alone. I. I enjoy being alone sometimes. You didn't lose your stroller. Mommy has it. Here. Um, I've learned. I left my stroller. So, um, I had to learn to be comfortable alone. Like, comfortable, comfortable. Um, because oftentimes I find myself reaching for people 
when I could have just simply sat still, be still. Um, trying to fill that void of being uncomfortable alone or being alone or not accepted. Like I said, it can put you in positions that could have easily been avoided. Um, and in my case, I oftentimes would ignore red flags. Or I was trying to be friends with everybody. And, you know, everybody isn't your friend. Since then, um, I've learned to find balance. Um, and my pursuit of happiness has been a lot better now. Um, I've had some bumpy, <laughs> bumpy roads along the way. Um, I was just telling, because someone, I, was, I believe it was a, what is it, a Leo? For those of you who are into astrology and zodiacs and paying attention, things like that. Um, I believe it's a new moon, the Leo moon or something like that. But the question that was asked was, how does everyone feel? And my response to the question was, I feel like a lot of peace in my life currently. And I intend on keeping it that way. But I'm currently selling uncharted waters. And just because you sell uncharted waters does not mean it's always smooth. There are bumpy days um, or rough seas. Um, but I've learned to navigate along the way um, through meditation and like I said, doing yoga and finding my quiet space and being at peace with things. Um, so, yeah. It took a long time to get to where I'm at now. The journey was not easy. Um, a lot of fighting myself personally, you know. Um, a lot of growing up I had to do personally, working on myself, you know. And a, lot of, a lot of times, that's sometimes scary working on yourself. So, because personal demons can be ugly. But I think a lot of times, a lot of us need to work on ourselves and we would be a lot more happier. Um, I guess this is also, for me, why dating kind of, I won't say it's in the backseat. It is still something I would be open to, but it's not something I'm just like, oh, I gotta have it. You know, I gotta be in a relationship. Um... It's, I guess you can say it kind of has to go back seat for me. It's not the most important thing. The most important thing is my happiness, my peace of mind, ensuring that me and my child is safe and doing all right, and my child's peace of mind is good. Um, so, yeah. And if it does not feel right, then follow your gut. Uh, I can't even tell you how many times I probably <laughs> should have followed my gut with things and didn't follow through and ended up into situations again that I did not want to be in. But so again, um, dating, balance, and pursuit of happiness 
I feel like they all go hand in hand. I feel like we should be more mindful of ourselves. And this is this includes man and woman. Um, because I feel like we at times either don't value ourselves, aren't mindful of our thoughts, and what we put out into the universe is what we give back. So, guard your thoughts, guard your heart, be at peace with yourself, and sow those seeds. <laughs> sow those seeds. Well, I'm going to wrap this up with you guys. Stay tuned for another episode, and I do offer my sincerest and deepest apologies for keeping you guys waiting. Um, from technical difficulties to <laughs> putting together topics. I have written down some topics that'll be talked about in future shows. Um, and I really do hope that you're enjoying um, these moments with me and spread the word. <laughs> also, make sure you visit me at my website, www.jasminegrayl.com, and that's J A S M I N. G-R-A-Y-E-L.com um, I eventually will be having classes on there um, Creative Designs by Genius will eventually be up and launching There is a store, there's a blog page um, There's my different episodes for Hayati um, So check it out, um, definitely pop in and um oh yeah the store will be having different items added to it soon or more items should i say um and so yeah it's been a pleasure and i will speak to you guys again on another episode of hello